telling you my number, like if somebody said, what's your most religious sales tactic? It is not to try to sell to somebody who's unsellable. I think one of the most fascinating things that I audit when I look at the sales ecosystem is how much people take time trying to convert somebody who's unconvertible. Yes, your product might be 8,000 times better, but if that boss's boss is best friend homies with the alternative legacy software, you're fucking lost. And then I watch people think that they're gonna convert it on merit. There's no fucking merit. There's just human beings making human decisions. And I think we need to get a lot less romantic about that and start being much more practical about the ecosystem. Let me tell you another way that I've grown that business that I think, as instead of pontificating and cursing up here, let me give you a direct tactic that I think a lot of you guys can use. A couple books ago, because I decided to write those kind of things, I wrote a book called The Thank You Economy. Super interesting to me. It's the notion of if you provide so much upfront value to an individual, can you actually guilt them into buying shit? Especially if all your actions are predicated on not expecting them to buy it. That's the big part. When the energy of your tactics is to convert, you will lose. When your energy is to disproportionately bring value and let the chips fall where they may, you will win. It will change your behavior. It will change the energy of the execution. Let me give you a story. VaynerMedia. There was a certain CMO that I really wanted to get to because I wanted their business, right? I don't like doing RFPs because it's a crapshoot and we're not very good at them, right? And I have the fortune, nature of having a brand so a lot of business comes to me, but this one wasn't and I wanted it. So I decided to follow, and this is my number one, number one tactic for every person in this room that I am positive that if you actually put in the work and do it, that you will email me, and this is really, the reason I'm giving this is because I want you to email me in four months and be like, hey, Brand, I saw you in New York at the Sales Machine Conference. I thought you were a little bit ridiculous, but I did this thing, and it actually worked. Cool, thanks. That's it. That's what I want. And here's the tactic. I am stunned how much easier it is to be a B2B salesman than a B2C salesman. You literally know the name of the fucking person you're selling to. You have the opportunity to use big data in your advantage on a micro level to create the world that you want. Let me explain. I found the CMO that I wanted on Twitter. Some of the people that you're trying to get to won't be on Twitter, they may be on LinkedIn, they may be on Facebook, they may be on Instagram. But the fun part is 60 to 70% of your prospects are on one of these platforms and putting out data publicly on what they like and what they're into. I followed this individual and I noticed that he was a humongous St. Louis Cardinals baseball fan. This is when my plan went into action. I started watching everything he was tweeting about. Ironically, I would, you know, I'm like a cobra in the grass. I'll tell you the number one thing that I think really separates good salespeople from bad salespeople is patience. I'm patient as fuck, right? So I was staying in the grass, just waiting, collecting content, being patient, really mapping what he's into, paying attention. Ironically, it coincided with my fantasy baseball league, right? So I'm in my fantasy baseball draft, I've got the team I want, I've got a couple of empty slots on the reserve thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna draft this up and coming rookie Cardinals player for maybe other reasons than just winning my fantasy baseball team. So I draft a guy, anybody, any Cardinals fans in here? Any couple, maybe two or three? Uh, I drafted a guy by the name of Colton Wong, infielder for the St. Louis Cardinals before he was even in Major League Baseball. And so then I wait. And I wait for Colton Wong to get 
up to the major leagues and I wait for Colton Wong to do something good. And then I see what I needed to. Him tweeting about Colton Wong. Which allowed me to jump into that tweet and say, hey, I have Colton Wong on my fantasy team. Isn't he awesome? And he replied, yeah, he's awesome. That's it. Patience, remember? Don't close on the first date. All right? So we interact a little bit more about the Cardinals. They're making their playoff run. And somewhere about three weeks later, he tweets me back and says, hey, I see that you're a CEO of a digital agency. We're thinking about, you know, maybe changing up our roster a little bit. Is this something we could talk about? We sure fucking can.